What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. False. Greetings, everyone, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Beyond the Horizon. We have talked a whole lot about the war on drugs and the cartel violence down in Mexico. Unfortunately, today we have to talk about it again. A mayor in Mexico was just gunned down on Thursday due to the cartel violence. And it just goes to show you once again how dangerous this, this situation is down there. If mayors and police officers and politicians and journalists are getting killed, how do you think the average folks of Mexico are feeling? And for me, like in any other conflict zone, that's who I'm concerned with. The people of Mexico, villagers, people who are farmers, regular folks who are just wanting to live their lives, send their kids to school, see them get educated, hopefully get a decent job. But they can't even do that, can they? Because there's always some scumbags that have to cause some shit. And in this case, it's not only the cartels, it's also the government for not providing enough protection for these people. So, like usual, the, the poorest amongst us, the most vulnerable amongst us, well, they foot the bill. And it's gotten so bad in Mexico that these militias that are um, produced and built to protect these villages are arming the children even, folks. Little kids, 12, 13 years old. And if you think the cartel has any problem with killing these kids or capturing them and torturing them, you have not been paying attention. So the idea here is to draw as much attention to the bad stuff that's going on down there in Mexico as we possibly can. Because it's very important for us here in America to understand that our war on drugs has worldwide implications. And if we don't figure things out soon... It's just going to continue to spin out of control. And if you think that we're in the clear and that Mexico can't become a narco state, legitimate narco state, you're wrong. Things are spiraling out of control all over the place. And when you're in a situation where you have to arm your 10 or 11 year old child, you know things have reached a breaking point. All right, so let's jump into this article from CBS, and uh, let's see what they have to say about this situation with the mayor. Doesn't look like there's an author's name here, so we're just going to rock it with CBS. Headline, Mayor Shot Dead in Mexico Drug War, Flashpoint as Governor Vows to Punish Those Responsible. Well, I don't really know the governor, but a lot of these officials in Mexico are getting paid by the cartels. 
So hopefully this governor is a straight shooter and he really does want to go after those who are responsible for this because it would send a message. Unfortunately, Mexico is not like the United States when it comes to how justice is served. There's a lot of corruption there. Now, a lot of corruption here as well, but it's in the back rooms in America, really. In Mexico, it's a lot more in-your-face and brazen, right? A lot of people are on the take. And, you know, look, you got to look at both sides of the argument. If you're a police officer in Mexico and you're making, you know, a few pesos and the drug cartel shows up and they're like, look, we're going to give you 10,000 American dollars, you know, it's, it's hard when you got starving kids at home. So the idea is to have a more equitable society, right? So there's opportunities for people outside of the world of drugs. How do we get to that point? I have no idea, folks. I wish I had the answer, but I know for a fact that without opportunity, this is the sort of thing you're going to find. Gunmen on Thursday killed the mayor of a town in Mexico's western state of Michoacan, shaken by a deadly turf war between rival drug cartels, authorities said. Elsewhere in the avocado-producing region, Clashes between suspected gang members left several people dead, according to prosecutors. Now, you know that there was a ban on avocados for a little while. America was, you know, flexing, trying to act cool or whatever. Had a ban on the avocados. But what people don't realize here in America, as you're scoffing down those avocados, is that they're a huge point of contention with the cartels. We're talking about over, I think it's something like 8 or $9 million a day Mexico makes by exporting avocados to America. Avocado has become such a huge deal in America. It's like the unofficial halftime dip at this point for the Super Bowl. You know, a lot of money to be made. And as we live our everyday lives, we don't really think about criminal groups being involved in things such as the avocado trade. But in Mexico, they're dropping bodies over it, folks. This is very profitable. And the cartels, they're not just into drugs. People have that, you know, that vision of them. But any way you can make money, they're going to be involved in that for sure. And the avocado trade is definitely something on their list. Aguilia Mayor Cesar Valencia was shot dead by unknown attackers while traveling in a city hall vehicle near a soccer field in the town military personnel who were dispatched to the scene, told the AFP. He suffered at least two gunshot wounds to the chest and neck, according to the military. So it was a targeted assassination, there's no doubt about it. That's how these dudes roll. If you don't get on board with the cartels in Mexico, don't worry, they're not going to, you know, uh, just back your arrival in the primary. You're going to get clipped. You're going to get killed. Your family's going to get killed. You know, it's no joke down there. It's certainly not like here in America. They have serious problems as far as politicians and journalists and people like that getting killed. There is no sacred ground, if you will. We strongly condemn the murder, tweeted, tweeted Alfredo Ramirez Badola, governor of Michoacan, where cartels are at war for control of drug smuggling routes. Look, there, the war that's going on there is insane to think about. Just a few years ago, it would have been an insane idea to think that anyone would have been bringing war to the Sinaloa cartel on their own territory. But things have changed a whole lot. And the decapitation process that the Americans and others have used to get rid of some of these um, honchos, some of these bosses, have left vacuums. And when you leave a vacuum in the power structure, other people move 
to try and fill that hole, right? And sometimes you're left with worse people than you got rid of in the first place. So that strategy doesn't work either. It's just like with terrorism. We killed bin Laden. Does that mean al-Qaeda goes away? No, it doesn't. And it's the same with the drugs. The only way to stop this, to stem the tide, legalize this shit, right? Legalize it, and then dump a bunch of money into getting people off of the drugs. It's the only way. I have issued instructions to thoroughly investigate the events and to punish those responsible, he added. Yeah, good luck. I mean, we'll keep an eye on this, but very rarely is justice administered to those in the cartel inside of Mexico. Mexican mayors and other local-level politicians frequently fall victim to violence connected to corruption and the multi-billion dollar narcotics trade. Aguila is the birthplace of Namicio El Mencho Osagara, head of the powerful Jalisco New Generation Cartel. Those are the cannibals we were talking about. And El Mencho is the worst of the worst. This dude is bad news, folks. He is hellbent on increasing his uh, uh, territory, increasing his uh, revenue from the drug trade, and he will not stand for anyone being in the way of that. And when you have the courage and the, the huevos, as it were, to go into Sinaloa and bring the war to them, that just goes to show you the kind of power structure where El Mencho is working from. He is one of the most five dangerous transnational criminal organizations, excuse me, uh, CJNG is considered one of the five most dangerous transnational criminal organizations in the world, 100%. There is not a group that I would least amount want to fall in the hands to, right? I'd rather fall in the hands of some terrorists in the Middle East than end up in the hands of the CJNG, especially the way they're, they're conducting themselves these days. I think I'll pass on being eaten. Osagata, 55, is one of the United States' most wanted fugitives with a $10 million bounty on his head. Well, want to make a quick $10 million? Head on down to Mexico with you and a couple of buddies and see if you can get that dough. I don't suggest you do that, but, you know, a $10 million bounty, maybe Boba Fett's going to show up. He is the number one priority for DEA and, frankly, for federal law enforcement in the United States, said Matthew Donahue, the DEA's top agent in Mexico, told the CBS News. He has got an enormous amount of weapons, RPGs, 50 caliber uh, weapons. He basically has his own SWAT teams. And this is something that I fear about you uh, in Ukraine right now. Look, I'm all for people defending their sovereignty, right? But we have to be very, very cautious of the extremist groups that are pouring into Ukraine right now to take part in this war. And with all of the weaponry that's being dumped in to the region, man pads and end laws and serious, you know, handheld missile devices, what if they fall into the hands of these guys? These guys have a lot of flipping money, folks. Well, you don't think the cartel's paying attention to what's going on over there? You don't think the cartel probably sending operatives over there to try and make some uh, deals to get some of these weapons? And then what about the terrorists? We know that there's extremists from uh, uh, ISIS in Ukraine fighting right now. There's a whole slew of crazy SOBs who have shown up over there. And with the weapons we're dumping into this place, you got to think at least some of them are going to make their way back to people like El Mencho. His hometown of around 14,000 inhabitants is one of the hardest hit by Mexican criminal violence, although the deployment of the military there in February brought some calm. Look, 
I don't I'm not trying to talk trash about the Mexican military, but they're basically outgunned here, man. They don't have the proper weapons, the proper amount of morale. And the real ace in the hole is this. People worry about their families. If you go against the cartel, they're not like Cosa Nostra, right? In, in the, Ameri- the Italian ma- uh, mafia in America, it's against the rules. There's a rule book to go after people's families. Not with the cartels. So if you step out of line, you're a cop, whatever, you're in jeopardy of having your whole family killed. So it's really a catch-22 for these law enforcement agents down here. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before that, the town had lived under a state of near siege due to blockades by cartels, which also left behind makeshift landmines. Now, I have an article that we're going to talk about this, uh, maybe later on today, in fact. The cartels are now using landmines even, folks. The article we're going to read, a farmer blew himself up. It's just unbelievable to me what's happening right below us down in Mexico. And nobody seems to care. Well, I'm here to tell you that I care. I've been, I've been to Mexico, like I've said, a bunch of times. I basically grew up there. And I love, this, I love the country. I love the people. And it breaks my heart to see this happening. It's not just cartel members who are being killed. If that was the case and they were keeping it in the family, like Cosa Nostra, hey, you know what? That's what you signed up for, man. Sucks you died, but hey, I don't have any empathy for it. But when you start going after farmers and their children and families, I draw a line there. Michoacan is the world's biggest avocado-producing region, and threats against a U.S. inspector working there last month prompted the United States to suspend Mexican exports of the fruit for about a week. Again, do not misunderstand. This avocado trade is a big deal for them. It's a lot of money coming in. And if you don't think the Mexican cartels are all over it, you're crazy. It's, I hate keep, to keep bringing it up, but like Cosa Nostra in the old days, how they had a lock on everything, that's how the cartels are. They have a lock on everything. They have government officials in their pocket. You name it, they have their fingers in that pie. Organized crime groups fight for a slice of the region's agricultural, ag- agricultural riches through robbery, kidnapping, and extortion. Five people were killed on Thursday in clashes between two armed groups in Michoacan one of which seized the mayor's office in the village of Nuevo Pangracrito, prosecutors said. Security forces later regained control of the building, detained 32 suspects, and seized around 40 weapons, including assault rifles, a machine gun, and explosives. The Michoacan State Prosecutor's Office said. Now, folks, remember, this is not 
7,000 miles away from us in America. It was right down below us, right at our doorstep. And this is why I always say we need to disentangle ourselves from the politics of the Near East and the Levant and focus our, our, you know, our resources in our own hemisphere. Mexico has recorded more than 340,000 murders since launching a controversial anti-drug military operation in 2006. Most of them blamed on, inf- on fighting between criminals, according to official figures. Elsewhere, gunmen killed nine people in an attack linked to drugs on a house in central Mexico. The execution of six men and three women on Tuesday night shook a middle-class area of the usually peaceful town of Atlixco, said Puebla State Governor Miguel Barbosa. So, first of all, 340,000 murders since launching the controversial anti-drug military operation. He means the war on drugs. He accelerated it under direction of George Bush. Let's just, why, why can't we just tell the truth? That's exactly what happened. And George Bush's fingerprints are all over this. But yet he's going to get up there and preach about uh, the Ukraine and all the rest of it. Nobody wants to hear it. And, you know, again, all these people talking about war crimes, I'm still sitting here waiting for George Bush and his group of clowns to get slapped with some. See, the point is, folks, the world is a very, very gray place. A very nuanced place. And there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that we are not aware of. But one thing I will tell you, one thing I am sure of, the situation that's going on down in Mexico is not tenable. And something needs to be done and it needs to be done quickly because we are in a serious place. Can you imagine if, God forbid, Mexico became a narco state? I can't even begin to imagine what that would look like. So I hope that things get a little bit better very soon down in Mexico, but I am not confident that it will. The only way, folks, that I can see out of this mess is to really and fully end the war on drugs by legalization. And I just don't see any other way out of this. I am more than open to hear some, uh, some uh, answers from other people, though, some other ideas from other people how they think this can end, because you could hear it directly from the members of the cartel. The second NAFTA was enacted, that was when the cash registers really opened for these guys. Millions and millions of trucks going into America each day. How many of those trucks are searched? Not very many, right? So say they only catch 10% of the drugs coming across. How do they think they're going to stop the rest of it? There's no wall that's going to stop this. Let's be clear. Most of these drugs aren't coming in from smugglers where there's no wall. They're coming in on regular 53-foot trucks. That's where these drugs are coming from. So we have a bunch of problems that need to be addressed down in Mexico, and they need to be addressed very soon. And I wish I had some answers for you, but I do not. All I can tell you is this. The people of Mexico deserve so much better. Such great people, so welcoming. And to see what they're going through is just absolutely heartbreaking. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for this episode. Some more definitely on its way. If you'd like to contact me, you can do that at bobbycapucci at protonmail.com. That's B-O-B-B-Y-C-A-P-U-C-C-I at protonmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter at B-O-B-B-Y underscore C-A-P-U-C-C-I. 
The links that we discussed can be found in the description box. All right, everybody, I will be back later on. I hope all of you have a great morning.